5.15 p.m. April 3rd, 2019. Hi. How are you doing? I'm trying this again. When did I do it last time? It was Intuitive Flow, which you can find at anchor.fm slash intuitive flow. The last episode there, I believe, is the episode for the last Twitter chat I attended. And I made some audio for notes that I want to make where I cannot tweet or type or save another way. And I'm going to try the same thing again today. Hashtag Crip the Stage. In less than an hour from now, Alice Wong on Twitter at Disvisibility tells us hashtag Crip the Stage Twitter chat will be co-hosted by at Galen Lee at WC Sports Camp and at Disvisibility. Alice writes, join us for a conversation about how venues and events can serve disabled performers and audiences better. And I am going to make a link that I can tell you about over the radio. How do I do that again? I got it. I got it. I will add more helpful information to this address, t.me slash intuitive public radio slash 1526. I will continue adding to this episode throughout the evening assuming all goes smoothly. I will publish this episode now at anchor.fm slash intuitive, and the additions probably won't be distributed to all the podcast platforms right away, but you can find the most recent segments by listening using the Anchor FM app or visiting anchor.fm slash intuitive. I'm slowly getting the hang of this. If you would like to contribute or add your thoughts or have ideas or suggestions or anything else that you would like to communicate or would like help amplifying, you can send anything you would like to public at intuitive.pub or you can contact me privately by emailing max at intuitive.pub. The pages of Alice's website are so great. This website is found at disabilityvisibilityproject.com and this page link is included at Intuitive Public Radio slash 1526, as I mentioned before. I want to talk about how great this is for a minute. 
Okay, check this out. I am reading from this page, which is very easy to read compared to lots and lots of things, even with the white background, which is hard for me. There's some insight that has gone into choice of font and spacing that is difficult for me to verbalize, but I appreciate very greatly, and I don't think is the result of a default template. It looks like somebody did it on purpose to me. I'm pretty interested in finding out more about how this website came about one day. I will read this to you. Hashtag grip the stage Twitter chat. Disabled performers and accessibility, April 3rd, 2019. Occurring at 3 p.m. Pacific time, 4 p.m. Mountain time, 5 p.m. Central time, and 6 p.m. Eastern time. Graphic with an aqua blue background with black text that reads, well, I, I guess I just read it, didn't I? On the left is an illustration of a microphone. On the right is an illustration of a cat singing with musical notes above the cat. Please join disabled artists Galen Lee and Kaylin Heffernan and Alice Wong of the Disability Visibility Project for a conversation on accessibility and disabled performers on April 3rd, 2019, 3 p.m. Pacific. All people are welcome to participate, especially disabled performers such as poets, comedians, musicians, artists, and writers. We will talk about how venues and events can serve both disabled performers and audiences better. About. On March 3rd, 2016, Gay Lee was named the winner of NPR Music's second ever Tiny Desk Contest. The video entry of her original song, Someday We'll Linger in the Sun, rose to the top of over 6,100 submissions from around the nation, chosen as the unanimous favorite among the contest's six judges. The very next week, Gay Lynn performed a moving tiny desk concert at which the show's host, Bob Boylan, said there was hardly a dry eye. Galen Lee's musical reach has expanded significantly because of the Tiny Desk Contest. She began touring nationally in September 2016 with her husband, Paul, in their 2002 Ford Econline, and they've been on the road ever since. You can view her tour schedule by navigating to the link on this page, and you will find this link at t.me slash intuitive public radio slash 1526. Galen also does speaking engagements about disability, finding inner freedom, and the power of music. Galen has a congenital disability called osteogenesis imperfecta, or brittle bones disease. In recent years, she has used her music as a platform to advocate for people with disabilities and to promote positive social change. Her website is violinscratches.com and her Twitter profile is linked at the previously mentioned Telegram link. 
Kaylin Rose Heffernan is leading Denver's first disabled artist and activist campaign for the Denver's mayor seat 2019. Kaylin was born and raised in the Denver metro area where she has been advocating for herself and other marginalized vulnerable communities most of her life. Kaylin fronts the internationally acclaimed band Wheelchair Sports Camp and represents the do-it-yourself arts scene in the city and across the country. Kaylin is an activist educator working with underserved youth who is well known for fighting for access, health care, and calling out politicians who protect capital interests over humans. Her website is kaylinformayor.com, K-A-L-Y-N, the number four mayor.com and her twitter profile is linked at the telegram link i mentioned previously how to participate follow these three facilitators twitter accounts i will read more from this page when it's time for the chat search hashtag crip the stage on twitter for the series of live tweets under the latest tab for the full conversation. If you might be overwhelmed by the amount of tweets and only want to see the chat's questions so you can respond to them, check twitter.com slash disvisibilities account d-i-s-v-i-s-i-b-i-l-i-t-y disvisibility on Twitter. The questions will be tweeted five to six minutes apart. Another way to participate in the chat is to use this app that allows you to pause the chat if the tweets are coming at you too fast. That is found at tchat.io. On this page, there is also an article from socialmediatoday.com about how to participate in a Twitter chat. There is also a captioned ASL explanation of how to participate in a chat. And there's so much more good information on this page. These are the questions. I'm very grateful right now to having been able to practice using this system of communication, the way I'm communicating with you now, because even having long recognized the value of the design sense of the pages at the Disability Visibility Project website, it's very difficult for me to read. And I find I usually only have success most times when I am able to read out loud in relationship with others either in relationship with specific individuals that I am reading to or in relationship with the public radio. And so I get down to the bottom of this page and I don't know what I'm going to find. It is a trusted resource for me, but my ability to discover what exists on the bottom of the page is contingent on my being able to be in relationship with others, to read it out loud to others in some cases and in other cases different things but I have had to practice 
extensively and uh, through great challenge to get to a place where I can put in my brain more reliably, more securely, the memory that the questions are at the bottom of the page, which surely I've seen before, but I haven't read it out loud to the radio before. And it makes an enormous difference. And it's related to the neurological benefits of socially supported performance. Oh my gosh, when it starts, I just can't even catch up. I don't need to, it's okay. We all have different experiences and perceptions and modalities, right? Right. Sometimes the world moves very fast. Here we go. At Disvisibility Tweets. Welcome to the hashtag Crip the Stage chat hosted by Galen Lee, WC Sports Camp, and Disvisibility. Everyone is invited to participate, especially disabled performers such as poets, comedians, musicians, artists, writers. Remember to use the hashtag Crip the Stage hashtag <laughs> brain scramble when you tweet. If you respond to a question such as Q1, your tweet should follow this format, A1. Your message, hashtag crypt the stage. Please note questions two to four are directed to disabled performers and the remaining are open to everyone. I haven't managed to read them yet, but we have to keep a sense of spontaneity in order to enjoy our lives. I think that's right. I hit a snag. I couldn't figure out why tchat.io would not show me the whole tweet, but I, I think I won't try to figure it out right now. I'll try to follow it on the Twitter app instead. This is an enjoyable community learning curve. And I remember Alice's instructions because I got to read you some of that page. Another thing for which I am grateful if you are willing, share anything about your life or work. That's what I was missing before. Alice's first question. Question one, please introduce yourself and what brought you to today's Crypt the Stage chat. If you're willing, share anything about your life or work. Feel free to include links about yourself. I can't even, I can't even, but it's okay. I will answer in some way. How would I answer if I were able to answer today? It's too big, but I'm smiling. A great big part of this for me is the experience of expressing oneself and of communicating. And a great big part of my disability experience over years has been recognizing that there are lots of ways for me to more fully participate in something if the time frame is expanded and I can participate asynchronously. And still I am, I'm trying to catch up, trying to be in the 
moment with others in the moment in the Twitter chat as it's going on. And it is also good for me to recognize that I could, well, could I? Is it a mirror neuron thing? There are lots of things I haven't been able to do if I cannot participate in the energy of, of others while it is happening. So if I can catch those waves, then I can participate asynchronously. But I can't always catch those waves to participate asynchronously, especially in a world that usually doesn't recognize asynchronous participation is possible or uh, necessary. Thank you for listening to me practicing. Question 2 from Alice Wong at Disvisibility. As disabled performers, please share your experiences touring or performing at various venues and events such as festivals and conferences. What kinds of access do you require? And what is your process communicating and negotiating for them? Hashtag Crip the Stage. Isn't this interesting? I want to catch up with others' tweets. I want to read tweets that people are writing. And I could go in that direction, like a choose-your-own-adventure book. Or I could consider my own ideas and experiences. And really, I follow the energy that I have to participate with other human beings. So, breathing exercises. I wish that I had had language like this to talk about access before I lost my something, something, something. Ability to be a professional performer, those words aren't right. Uh, before I was forced into a different kind of professional performance of the extremity of of encountering disability and learning by moving through fire. Well, there are some words. Let's choose another adventure. I'm clicking through here. At Sins Invalid responds, a2. When we book gigs and tours, we always include an access support person in our budget. This ensures all performers have their access needs met. It's also important to scope out the venue ahead of time and have a clear contract with the hosts. I mean to read more, but I keep getting caught up in all of these interesting tweets, and a lot of them have things in them that would be difficult for me to clearly read, to, to say on the radio for you to find. From my Twitter account, Mo from the Gut, I am 
liking and retweeting a number of things, and the intuitive public account on Twitter will be retweeting things also. If you look through this hashtag Crip the Stage, you find so many amazing performers and musicians and artists and poets, rights advocates, people with creative vim for sure. And I want to ruminate in some way on the experience of not being able to connect wanting to leap into the creative fray, wanting to exchange ideas and build beautiful things with others who enjoy the same. And there are all of these different words or labels or names that we would put to why I cannot. We could say it all of these different ways. And my sense of time is pretty horked. So it's a, it's a process, right? There are all of these layers of disabledness and being kept separate from nourishment and we're moving through those levels and layers all of the time. And I don't know if I know how to say what I want to say about it. But I'm really glad to be in any way in touch with it. And I wish for more and better kinds of accessibility for everybody. And I wish for more moments where I realize there is more accessible creative community than I had realized previously. I hope for that always to be my experience. Joyful surprise. In answer, perhaps, to no specific question that I can tell, but who knows where this fits in. It has been on my heart for a very long time. How do we open theater spaces and experiences and opportunities to survivors of trauma who most crucially need to express certain things and expressing those things puts them in such profound danger outside of theater? This has been a big part of my experience and it is the major question I have about these subjects. Wow, I'm glad I remembered it to say it. Especially when someone is disabled and marginalized in many different ways that are possible, has been through extremity does not have access to community. So many people are labeled 
lost causes and we, we just we shrug our shoulders we can't we don't know how to communicate with those people and outside of a theater context they are forced into routes that do not respect their own creative healing practices and at least my theater education and my education in the arts has shown me all, all of these different human experiences that really benefit from creative, theatrical, dramatizational approaches. And it really astonished and harmed me when I found out that that was pathologized most other places. And a lot of people are being brutalized and are suffering profoundly on that basis. I wish I, I, I wish I wish to create resources and reach out to those people. I am one. And there are lots of people who resonate with that in different ways and cannot reach any solutions and don't even know that solutions may exist. And I am just now really starting to discover all of this. Question three, for disabled performers, what are some of the most accessible and inaccessible places you've performed at? What systemic and cultural changes are needed to improve the situation? I like this tweet from Jane Hash, which I am also retweeting. The stages in the Detroit Masonic Temple aren't all structurally accessible, but the amazing performers make things accessible with their exquisite teamwork and concern for everyone's safety. I feel these words are important, not only to me, At Coffee Spoonie writes, My favorite places were always the ones with the cool, busy, but laid-back atmosphere, but most of those places, for some reason, have very, very tiny bathrooms down narrow halls or have a step or two into the establishment or up to the stage. I think there just has to be greater understanding of this fact that I will stand by until my death. If you don't see us, it's not because we're not around or have no desire to be there. It's because we can't get there. Hashtag crip the stage. Coffee Spoonie's tweets continue. Also, there's this weird feeling of like asking for accommodations or for wheelchair accessibility is somehow high maintenance and therefore not chill and laid back. There must be a cultural shift around that idea. Inaccessibility is what's annoying and a pain in the, well, you know. Is there another one? There is a response from Tinu, at T-I-N-U, who says, exactly, and I don't know if they don't know or just don't care but having to ask for stuff often points me out when I was already pretty darn visible, or even worse, when I wasn't. 
and the wrath of people who think you're seeking special attention. OMG. So that you can find these, I will retweet. Wow, time is weird right now. It's 6.48 p.m. Time gets weirder as I progress through a Twitter chat because of the extreme effort of staying in staying in connection to it. It's very intense to not take a lot more breaks, but there is such a benefit to me of having some kind of feeling of interacting where and when others are interacting that I, I cannot seem to achieve outside of the Twitter chats. And so I cannot, I, I cannot in the same way surf that energy. And so right now I'm getting more disoriented, but I also feel filled with a kind of enthusiasm that for a very long time has seemed alien to me. And I miss it. And it is life-affirming, and it heals me in a lot of ways that are needed by my body. Question four. As a disabled performer, how often do you feel like you must be creating art specifically about the disabled experience? How do you navigate your multiple identities and expectations as an artist at disvisibility? I really like this response from Tinu, who says, I want to hear everyone's stories. I can't be the only one. Why do they think we only want to hear the same tropes just because they've worked? They've worked before. We've proven at the box office that most people want to see stories told by all people authentically. Hashtag crip the stage. Oh my gosh. Question five, Alice Wong asks, what are some of your experiences attending a live performance at a venue such as a theater, nightclub, museum, gallery, auditorium, or cafe? Hashtag crip the stage. I don't even know. I don't, it's so complicated. It's so complicated for me to go to those places. And um, sometime maybe a year ago or something, I managed to go to one place and it was extremely difficult, and there was no way to tell anybody. There was no any. There was no way to be in relationship with another person, who could help me look after my safety. I had to go there by myself, which was. I really, well, I, I, um, I went, I went by myself, and I was very proud to to execute it successfully. And I don't know that I could do that again um, in, in my increased difficulty. Knowing people that can go with you 
that, that, that would be friends to go with you, who, who can collaborate with you in looking after your safety is so lovely if such a thing can be achieved. Because then, who said about the, my apologies, can't remember, teamwork. There was a, there was a tweet about teamwork, about a, a Masonic temple, about the, the place being problematic, but the people coordinating enthusiastically for one another's safety and well-being. Oh, do you hear that? Do you hear in the sound of my voice the increase in energy? That's something that I would like to talk about over and over and over, and I will, and I am, and I intend to continue. Part of what we have been working hard at accomplishing is developing ways for people to build community anywhere they are so that they can find people who can help them with such things. We are working on coordinating Craigslist ads for the Pittsburgh Craigslist to find people who will coordinate with me and collaborate on developing ways for me to be safer going out anywhere when it is such a complicated issue and to extend all possible accessibility support to others who need it in this vicinity and then to make it easily replicable so that people elsewhere in the world, elsewhere in the country, anywhere, that people need to connect with one another that we're sharing information that helps people find the other people who really want to help, who really need help, who can help in, in certain ways and need help in other ways, who are cut off even from communicating about these things. I'm very interested in finding and working with those people and identifying what they need and making sure that when I problem solved to meet my needs, we are using solutions that help more effectively meet more people's needs. Okay, I am at a major pause point, but let's review. What have we accomplished? Wonderful things. I can't quite make words. The brain sizzles. And yet, I am very glad and I will keep trying. I will soon, in some way, try again. I hope that you will feel free to check out the beginning of this episode again, where I said people's Twitter handles and links and things. And now that my brain is sizzling, I will have to rely on your ability to hit the back button check on those things which I would like to repeat helpfully but perhaps not 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 today that's okay I'm so glad I'm so glad I wish for more interaction and contact I wish I had been able to tweet I didn't really manage to tweet at all but we had some tweets and I got to read some great tweets and there are a lot more really great tweets if you check out the Twitter hashtag. 
Oh gosh, what was the Twitter hashtag? That's because I'm holding this phone too close to my head. Hashtag, hashtag. Crip the stage.